Hey everyone, welcome to Buzzing About Romance. I am Becky, and joining me for this very special yet very hard episode is Heather. Hi, Heather. Hey, Becky. And Carolina. Hey, Carolina. Hello. Um, I made you guys choose and make choices. <laughs> you were really mean. This was super hard. I actually didn't find it. Actually, my like top three were solid. It became the like four and five. I think so. On this episode of Buzzing About Romance, we are hosting our second annual book boyfriend tour. The I Licked Him First 2023 tour kicks off with a list of our ultimate book boyfriends for this year. Um, what we did is we included our book boyfriends w that are from books that were published either in 2022 or 2023. Um, and we just please note that we will be doing again our Girl Crush Tour in early November and Carolina and Heather will be back um, for that one. But I think that's it. You know, I had some standouts like he's yeah. on my list. The other problem is, is because oftentimes when I read a book, I make you all read the book, too. And then I had to go toe to toe with some of you to get my boyfriends. We had to negotiate. We did. Like, there might have been some fist fighting. If we were like in closer proximity, there probably would have been some arm wrestling. This totally would have been, um, you know, like a duel at dawn for uh, mm -hmm. a few of them. Like... Right. And we have, we each have, and with that, we also then have similar tastes where there are some standby authors who consistently are giving us amazing characters who we love and we fight over. Yeah. I also think our lists have a really good balance. We have some crossover for sure, mm -hmm. because we each, like, if we each read a book, typically Becky reads them first. Um, and then like lovingly forces us to read them um but there's also some ones i think that are are different like that also speak to our reading styles so i i feel like it's a good mix oh yeah for sure it's a good mix and i think we absolutely did a great job to make sure that i don't think we have any crossover authors either I think we kept it. Maybe one. Maybe one. Maybe one. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it depends on. <laughs> I'm just going to be honest. Number five. Okay. <laughs> I'll just, I'm going to throw myself under the bus so Carolina and Becky don't have to. We are recording this when life is really hectic for me, and Becky was putting me where I had to choose and I couldn't. So I have a list of approximately nine books, and it's going to be a roll of the dice of who I choose. I have my top Ooh. two, but the other ones, I'm not sure. Sure, We're going to just see what happens today. Oh, I love it. Well, we're recording this, and what's happening is, is because of the Labor Day holiday, we, we're recording it early, and then it'll drop um september 10th and also note we will have another exclusive uh i licked him first t-shirt that will show up on our merch store we reopened our teespring store um the company sold and merchandise is now coming back out at a at a fairly good rate um we've added and dropped some new designs 
so uh we will have an i like tim first 2023 tour shirt and on the back of the shirt will be a list of all of our book boyfriends um so that will that will come out i don't know if it'll launch with the launching of this episode because i am traveling (laughs) when this episode comes out so we will see (laughs) perfect um so before we get too far into our list, because we are going to spend a lot of time on this list, I do want to talk about characteristics and qualities of a book boyfriend, because really, it's very personal. And do your book boyfriends reflect the type of human that you is your partner in this life? <laughs> Because as I was making my list for this year, it kind of is. A lot of my book boyfriends share similarities to my real life person. Yes and no. I have found I have a very soft spot for grumpy guys. I like them really grumpy. For some reason, I don't know. And your partner... He's not grumpy. No, he's, he's, you're golden. He exudes golden retriever energy all the time. <laughs> Rep boy puppy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you, Carolina? What kind of characteristic qualities do you see in your book boyfriends? So I found that a lot of mine, there was a few grumpy ones um they all kind of had this like calm steady way about them um actually most of them did um and most of them have those like strong protector vibes like touch her and die kind of thing um my husband has a little bit of the protector but he won't unalive anybody (laughs) um it doesn't go that far um but he's he's more of golden retriever energy too um whereas like the heroes are like are the i wouldn't call them introverts but like they they're the observant like step back so it's interesting there's some qualities that are and there's some that are aren't yeah and um um I have a few dirty talkers in there. I think I have a thing for dirty talking. So um, I'm just going to yes. say what it is and say yes. I like that. <sighs> I do like, I like that, that in my book boyfriend. Everywhere. <laughs> I also like a book boyfriend that listens. And that is not mm-hmm. necessarily a quality that my partner exudes. I also know, I would also say some of um, these are acts of service is like a love language um and that is very much my husband so like they show they show versus tell so that's Um, interesting do your book boyfriends kind of speak to your love language well that's my husband's how he shows his love right um so there's there's a lot of that in what they how they show their love mine are the kind of guys who are extremely like alpha tough guys but they allow their woman I guess or girl or however you want to say it to be her 
like yeah they and they stand back and they're like we will 100 mm-hmm. percent or i will 100 mm-hmm. percent support you but i am not gonna fight your battle because i know you don't want me to fight your battle but i'll be there you say jump and i'll say how high and i will be there mm-hmm. but they don't step in when they know that she doesn't want them to i would say my a lot of mine have the same way because they love the strength in their women and they Mm -hmm. see strength in their women and their heroines that um some of them some of my heroines know that they're strong and the heroes like don't like the heroines set boundaries and the heroes respect that other ones that they're building up their strength or like fully realizing it and the heroes just encourage and support um yeah I, mine, as I look at them, you know, if you come to me and say, Becky, what's your favorite ty- type of hero? Not, I'm going to tell you an alpha hero, an alpha hole. Give me the strong guy. I like that. But as I sit here and I look at my list, while yes, they are alphas, there's only two that I would say are alpha, alpha hole, stern brunch daddy, a little grouchy kind of guy. So... It, um, it's interesting. I mm-hmm. also think it's how, I think a big piece of picking a book boyfriend is how they either embrace, support, or lift up the heroine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like if they help her shine or love her where she's at or whatever the case might be in that story, if they are an exalted example of that that absolutely gets them higher on my list well it also brings a balance to the two characters because what you don't want when and i don't connect to characters where they're um, like weighted differently like you feel someone's stronger or someone's like being pulled along like on their coattails like because i don't respond to that i don't like books like that you i want characters that can go toe-to-toe um huh? even if that's part of their foreplay like, <laughs> <laughs> you know you you want them to have I don't I respond better to that in the stories and these these heroes reflect that do your heroes in these book titles and in these heroes do they line up to your favorite trope and I ask this Ooh. question because So a lot of people ultimately will say, like, my favorite trope is enemies to lovers. Okay. But if you think about this conversation and the characters we are looking at, an enemy, that tension, that angst would make it harder to have them become that swoony book boyfriend vibe. Uh So do your trope, your favorite trope, does it line up to who your heroes? And for Heather, because she picked like every hockey guy ever, probably yes. <laughs> I don't, it's so ironic. I don't necessarily love enemies to lovers, which is very funny because I'm a huge mafia fan. And like arranged marriages are my kryptonite. So they usually aren't, you know, real great about like, they don't love it. But I love friends to lovers. I know Becky hates it, but I love a friends to lovers where I like how they have like a friendship or they have a connection or a relationship and they just take it to the next level. 
Does that make sense? Yeah. Or a frenemies. Like I have a guy and a, I have one. It's sort of like a frenemy. Like I don't think he wants to be so like a enemy to anyone, but he's just real doesn't want to let people in deep in his feels Mm -hmm. very deep what about you carolina do your do your book boyfriends line up to your favorite trope um yeah i think a few i i I feel like my book boyfriends are pretty balanced with the tropes like it's not heavy one trope per se um I, i mean as we go through this i could be completely wrong but i was just doing a quick kind of comparison I think it's pretty balanced. Um, I have a couple that are have a little enemies to lovers vibes. Um, there's a lot of close proximity, which I love um, in that. And of course, I have at least one cowboy. So I had to have a cowboy on my list. Um, I mean, we would all be sad if you didn't. Yeah, it'd be, like, I, it'd be like me not having a hockey player. It's I just, know it's, the universe wouldn't would go off its axis, and it and can't. I, we can't function. Right. Um. And I love. I like. Let's see. Close proximity. Workplace is in there, and I have sports. So I have like one hockey player or one hockey person and one football person. So I think it's pretty balanced. It hits kind of all of like it hits a lot of my favorite tropes okay so just like last year um except instead of just two of us you get three of us we each will be providing blah 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 we will each be providing you with our top five ultimate book boyfriends published like i said in 2022 or 2023 also we will give you the community winner of uh, for the Buzzing About Romance community, their book boyfriend, ultimate book boyfriend pick. So we started back at the beginning of August and we had 10 days of nominations. And then we had eight days of voting in round one. The top 10 had a round of voting. And then we ended in a tie. And the Buzzing About Romance Patreon then took to the vote of the top two of the community nominations and that ended in a tie. (laughs) So uh, we pulled all the contributors and we decided to let new on the scene contributor, Amanda, um, she helped break the tie. So uh, we will give you the community winner after we give you our lists. So, um, are we doing these in a particular order or are these in no particular order? Which I, way? Have a partic- I have a particular order. Oh, I'm not going to go in a particular order. You should go alphabetical. Okay. So then it's not a fight. Oh my gosh. Like the three of us go alphabetical. So it would be A, B, C. So Becky, Carolina, and then Heather. Does that sound fair? That sounds oh, fair. I'm talking- yeah, but your book boyfriends in oh. my alphabet. Oh no, I can't do that. That's too much work on a after working again. No. So your book boyfriends are given in no particular order. None. Okay. So let's start. We're gonna start with our number five on the list, which so our very last one we're gonna give you. We will give you our top one last. So our top of the list, ultimate book boyfriend. 
will be last. So we will go in. You have to listen to the whole episode. To you have to top book boyfriends to hear all the top book boyfriends. Um, and then what we were gonna, what we're going to do for you is we will share the book, the character's name, the book title, and then we'll tell you a few qualities about the character and why they were a book boyfriend for us. Um, and we really would love for you guys to read all of these books and then come back and tell us uh, if they were swoony enough for you. Um, okay, so we're doing this alphabetically, Heather. Sure. I don't know. So, however order Becky can do it so she doesn't yeah. skip somebody. Yeah, I did that in the Becky last does, episode. You did. And well, and that episode was a little crazy because it was like small town like superlative so we had like 20 categories it's like an oh, hour yeah. and 20 minutes long episode but i listened to it today while i was cleaning and doing dishes it's a great episode like so many uh, great book wrecks your it, your tbr is going to blow up <laughs> it's so good okay um so i guess i will start first um mm-hmm. So number five on my list. This is terribly hard. <laughs> I know. We can't rank them. Um, they're not a fantasy football team. We just, you know, they're okay. all great. I'm going to go with Caleb Grayson. He is the hero from Love Me Today by A.L. Jackson. This is book one in her Time River series. It's a little romantic suspense, small town romance. Um. He is a billionaire hero, but for me, what wins it is he is a protector. He is given the care of his niece after his sister has been murdered. And um, he is guarded and cautious with the people he loves. And this is an enemies to lovers kind of vibe because he comes up against the heroine and he doesn't want to let her in. He doesn't want to trust her. So she has this way of kind of warming into his heart. But even as he doesn't want to let her in, he will do anything to make his niece uh, feel safe and happy. And the heroine is a horseback riding instructor. And he it's just if you haven't read A.L. Jackson, there's a poeticism to her books and just kind of a swoon. And this book crescendos and it's just it's phenomenal. So that's Love Me Today by A.L. Jackson, Caleb Grayson. Uh, okay, Carolina, who's your number five? Number five for me is Hunt Walker from See Me by Stacy Kennedy. This is book four in the Phoenix series. Um, we meet him throughout the series because this is found family. Um, you meet both of the characters, him and the heroine Lottie, um, and he has been pining for her since book one. So, like, God, I love a good pining hero, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so this is them, and she's always kept him at bay, and you finally find out, and his protective vibes come through so strong. Um, she has a lot you learn the secret that she's keeping and why she's keeping it. And he, he helps build her up, which I love so much. Um, All of, all of my book boyfriends have great chemistry with their heroines. Um, Part of this series is um, it's a voyeur sex club. So 
there's they also do some deliciously steamy scenes like on their own um but just the care and protectiveness he takes with her is everything i love that series i mean as you know carolina because i made you read it (laughs) it's so good um heather what uh who is your number five or number rando i don't know what number five i'll just go with number five okay it is um graham morgan and he is in the book crying shame written by author duo rebel shaw um this is was book two in the in their like they started releasing we thought it was going to be kind of like a short series but it's not this was a standalone so Graham Morgan it lives in a small town and he is a pharmacist and he um, is sort of like a rake and he is a workaholic and he just kind of has no does not want to settle down and his best friend's sister Addison is a single mom and she is a first grade teacher and she's the sweetest they end up having to live together and Graham finally gives in and just realizes like Addie he cannot not be with Addie and what makes Graham so amazing is that um, Addie is a single mom and the way Graham is with Noah will literally melt your heart he is it just he is so sweet and he completely does a 180 because he knows that Addison deserves him to be the best version of himself and he can really be who he is the other thing I really love is that Addison is his brother's, uh, his best friend's sister. And he went to his best friend and was like, I'm going to date your sister. And the brother did not throw a hissy fit. I loved how mature they were. And the brother said, if this is what Addie is an adult, and if this is what she wants, I am happy for her. But if you do hurt her, I will literally kick your butt. <laughs> that book. Oh. That book. So, so much swoon. That they're them together is so much swoon. Mm-hmm. So much they're swoon. like when you read a couple and you're thinking to yourself, I'm just so glad these two found each other. Like the world just comes together and you're like, you just really belong together. And they bring out the best in each other. And grandma's a workaholic and he really had no reason not to work all the time. But Addie and Noah gave him that reason where he was like my life is better because they're in it yeah it's such a great book okay Mm -hmm. so my number four but really no particular order guys um number four i'm gonna go with tucker from before we fall by aurora rose reynolds so he is an undercover fbi agent working with the nashville police in this book Um, But he and his heroine meet because their spouses are having an affair. And it takes place after, like, so she contacts Tucker and says, hey, I think your wife is sleeping with my husband. Here is my proof. And they end up connecting and um, becoming friends and then dating. She's a single mom. And Tucker is that super protective, but grumpy. He grew up in foster care system and he has his brothers that he trusts, but he doesn't trust anyone else. And now, especially after his 
ex-wife has cheated. There's a maturity to him that really just wins for me. Um, Mm -hmm. He also accepts people where they're at. Like, he definitely has that law enforcement brain that comes to snatch judgment. But for, like, his heroine, he doesn't push. Doesn't push his agenda. Doesn't push his attraction. Just kind of accepts her where she's at. Um, But he also challenges her. When she starts to try to give in to things, he's like, you know, is that the best choice? Um, so he will, he's, he challenges her in a way that helps her grow also. Um, but also allowing her to go back to work after being, not having worked for five years. And he doesn't mind um, helping support her in her career and doesn't get mad when she's spending time working and doing things. Um so I just, I really love him. He's great. Oh, and he can dirty talk Aww. like nobody's business. He can dirty talk. Um, okay, Carolina, who's your number four? Uh, my number four is Maddox Taylor from Now's the Time by Harlow Jeans. Um, this is a workplace, kind of that close proximity. He is the football star quarterback. She is the um, PR rep that the team brings on. Um, she has a long-standing rule. Like she does not have relationships. She does not do flings, anything with um, football players, athletes, period. And so they end up having a steamy one night and um, and then realizes that she has to work with him. But what I love about him first, their chemistry is fire. They have immediate connection. Their banter is great. He keeps her on her toes. Like every time she puts a wall up, he finds a way to like work around it. Um, and helps, helps kind of like brick by brick, bring those down. Um, because she is like that ball busting PR rep. So she needs somebody like with that strength and with kind of that cocky confidence to like say, no, we have something good here. Like, come on. Um, not to mention he is a dirty talky talker, but he also tells dirty jokes to kind of help break her out of her shell um, and help Ooh. her like, not out of her shell. She can get very like one track mind focused because of her work ethic, which I can relate to. So kind of to break that ice and to kind of make her stop and like he um, tells dirty jokes. So you get to like laugh a a lot um, throughout the book. They both have some serious situations they have worked through um, or working through. So there's also kind of this balance between them that they can lean on each other through. Okay. Um, Heather, who's your number four? But in no particular order. (laughs) I like made a final decision while we were talking. Okay. Okay. This one is Hades by Anna Hackett. And it is the Sentinel security um, uh, series. Sorry. Oh my gosh. It is Mateo. Um, His code name is like, Hades um but his real name is Matteo Mancini and again he is sort of a ladies man and is like a smooth talker just he's gorgeous and he has all the right words blah blah blah. but he's in 
he is sent to this restaurant to meet with a CIA agent, agent and this agent um, was talked into going and she normally is behind a computer. Her name is Gabby. She's a CIA analyst. She shows up at this restaurant and all like, it's just like chaos, right? For some reason, Mateo is like totally enamored with Gabby. He just literally cannot, There, his connection with her was instantaneous she is super smart. She is, comes from like her family is horrible, but he completely sees her for everything she is, falls head over heels. Like he, she brings him to his knees and she doesn't even know she's doing it. And they just make this really amazing team. He has funny banter and she's kind of serious and he's like quick witted and it, he is he's super he's like golden retriever energy um and he's amazing I just love it and I love how he's like she's so smart I don't understand why she's with me but she's so smart I just love that he sees her for who she is that's so funny okay next up for me is Easton Blake from Iced Out by Veronica Eden so if you are a fan of The Deal by L. Kennedy, and you think Griff is like the swooniest of swoon, meet Easton Blake. He yes, is, please. yes, please, says Heather. <laughs> um, he is care- a caregiver. And um, the way that he is so thoughtful in the way he treats her, and it's a college romance. We all know how I feel about new adult. Like I tend to shy away from him but there was something powerful in this book and when he sets his mind to something and he makes you a priority you feel like you are queen of the world and you are the queen of his world and the way he goes out of his way for her um was amazing and nothing about her including like her period scared him like he was in it um and she's relationship shy and hard to trust and he meets her where he's where she's at. They share donuts. It's just so freaking swoony. Like I love him. And in the book, she deals with the death of a loved one, and he just he just shows up and just sits with her. And it's I cannot go on enough about Mister Easton Blake. He is phenomenal. Awesome. He's great. I love that book. I'm desperate mm-hmm. for the next yeah. book in this series, but I love Same. this book. Um, Carolina, who's your number three? Uh, my number three is Beckham Beck Cross from Something Unexpected by V. Keelan. V. Keelan? Yeah. Did I v- say that right? V. Vi. Doesn't matter. Vi. V. Vi. Um, I always feel like I say it wrong um beck is our grumpy billionaire um so grumpy he's yeah he's deliciously grumpy is what i like to call it um but he has like as you read the book you realize he's so much more observant and thoughtful than you initially think about him which i love in a hero right um and his heroine um they kind of have Nora as the heroine they had these like enemies to lover vibes because when he like they have this like 
first meet cute and then a re-meet cute. Um, because she ends up being the woman that's traveling with his grandmother um, to check off her bucket list. So there's a little bit of this, like, you're not who you say you are. Um, and they really end up using you know, fighting as a foreplay, which is pretty awesome. Um, but they, and this one also, like, he ends up pursuing her. He gets become smitten with her in the respect because she keeps pushing him off. Like, no, I don't want anything. Um, we almost had this, like, they almost had a one night stand, but it didn't quite happen. <laughs> and he keeps like, he is just super infatuated with her. So he keeps crying for something. She's like, I don't want anything. I don't want anything serious. Um, and throughout the book, you understand more why, but um, he's also a single dad. And so when you meet his daughter, his six-year-old daughter, you just, you like melt even more for this man. Um, and the things, the relationship they have together and the things he does, um, his daughter's not part of the Girl Scouts, but he, they have this little thing that he helps, like, help her earning her badges. Like, she creates her own badges because she wants something to do. Um, and it's just, it's just great. Plus, the man loves whiskey. And when he travels, he tries locally made whiskey. So any... That's, you know, my kind of man right there, too. That's your kind of man. Huh. Um, Heather, who's uh, uh, number three? I'm going to flip a coin, and it is <laughs> Coming Home for Us by um, Brian Ryan, Elijah Wilder, and Maddie. So Elijah has been, like, from page one, when meeting the Wilders, I have been in love with him. In love. So freaking well, crabby. Oh my god, he is he is kind of crabby and he um lost uh he was dating someone and she died very unexpectedly and so he experienced a lot of grief and sort of just felt like he was not going to ever love again he was not willing to go down that road because when you love someone then that means like it hurts if something goes wrong and he worked very closely with Maddie and Maddie has been in love with him for a really long time and he is sort of just faced with um being alone and he is not about that and he just kind of decided that he needed to buck up and not get over his grief, but move it aside so he's allowed to, like, move on with his life. And um, he and Maddie kind of decide to let their feelings all air out, and he's a dirty talker. Oh, is he a dirty talker? And he is um, has gone through therapy, and so he's very emotionally available, even though he's somewhat emotionally closed off. Like, it's very hard to explain. Like, but he, he does listen good about, to. He does. And he is like, he is not, well, he is willing to make sacrifices that she did not know he was willing to make because he is a hundred percent serious about his own happiness and her happiness. And um, it, it was really, really, really amazing. He's very closed off. His grief hit him, but he is somewhat open. Um, 
The other thing I know Becky doesn't love epilogue, so she might not have read this epilogue, but Carrie and Ryan did an extended epilogue. You 1000% know that these two are happily ever after, but they did, she did an epilogue years down the road. And I tell you, I ugly cried. I don't think I read that. I don't think I read that. Mm -hmm. It's, I know you wouldn't. (laughs) Why am I not surprised that Becky didn't read the epilogue? Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. I will say I let Heather have the Wilder brother. (laughs) I was gracious because I had a Wilder brother originally on my list and I'm really trying to show love to a variety of authors. And so I uh, let Heather. So I think what is fair to say, yes, I will say that choosing a Wilder brother was very hard, very hard. Very, very hard. And I think part of the reason that I chose this one is because I also love Maddie. The heroine. She was like your bet the heroine in this. Like she has been in through the whole series and she's sort of like your best friend or one of your really good friends. And you're just like, hey, you dumbass Elijah, how do you not see all this in front of you? You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's why this book is, and that's what makes Elijah, he kind of wakes up and that's what makes him so great. Okay. So number two on the list for me, Austin Hale from What Heals Us by Maggie Gates. Um, This is book two in the Falls Creek, North Carolina series. And I've been talking about this since I read it back in May. I have made uh, Jenny read it. And she equally fell in love. It's a series of first responders, which are hard for Jenny, and she loves them. And we're obsessed with Falls Creek. Um, But Austin Hale, he is a firefighter, and he comes up against a kindergarten teacher. And she comes up against a kindergarten. Yes, but she is a virgin. She's also kind of the town sweetheart. She's a kidney transplant recipient, and everybody in the town teaches. Everybody in the town treats her like she's different and with kid gloves. And Austin is new to town and he has moved to town because his sister is living in the town and um, she find, his sister finds out she is pregnant and he moves to town to help her take care of herself while she's pregnant. And he meets his heroine and everybody in the town t- treats her like she's made out of glass and he doesn't. He's attracted to her. He's this big, giant 6'4 guy, and she is literally 5'1". And he talks about how tiny she is, but don't get in her way because when she's a force, when she wants done what she wants done. Um, And Austin, I think because of the nature of being like a firefighter, he is a caretaker. He Mm -hmm. is very thoughtful in how he approaches um, helping his heroine. And he's a fixer. He wants to fix everything. And one of the secrets in the town is someone in the town donated their kidney to the heroine. And she does not know who it is, but it's something she wants to know. And Austin, in the course of this book, comes across this information. And he is willing to give his heroine everything she needs in order to hear this information, even at the detriment of some other relationships in his life. Anyway, he just, she's first. She's first. 
first thing he thinks about, first thing he does. Mm. And there's this hilarious scene in this book where there's a winter carnival um, fundraiser that the town puts on. And they do kids games like musical chairs and stuff, but while you drink. And so it's all adult themed kids games. So there's a dodgeball, but you drink. Anyway, hilarious things happen at this (laughs) musical chairs and stuff. Um, Okay, so that's my number two. Carolina, who's your number two? My number two that I I, I know I had to fight off people for this one. and they gracious let me take graciously let me take this one is canon west canon by sawyer bennett um he yeah <laughs> just yeah i love canon i love canon um so he is the coach um for the hockey team and talk about like a calm steady like welcoming presence um that the team needs and that Ava needs um they they meet at the coffee shop that she works at and they just start this friendship like can't believe that she knows enough like to figure out who he is and they just keep it casual and then like things build up and they have they go out drinking one night and one thing leads to another um and we meet our dirty talking hero like it's hot mm-hmm. and I may have like went back to that chapter and listened to it again because mm-hmm. it was so damn good um that may or may not have happened um but what I love about him is that he supports Ava without overstepping respecting her boundaries because she comes into situations where like a lot of things hit all at once in her life and he kind of as a coach wants to be a fixer and help her solve it but she's like no let me let me do this and there's a point in the in her story where she's trying to make some decisions so he's like okay let me coach you through this so he like coaches her up like what he would do with the team and the players and it's super cute um and she folds into the whole like hockey world and women crew so naturally and they welcome her um, and they become protective of protective of her and he kind of becomes pissed because like the team owners able to like help her against her ex he's like i wanted to do that um, such a great scene that is it is so uh-huh. good great scene. um but they also have balance. There's a balance in in that. And you also talk about a maturity, an emotional maturity of a character because he is a widow. He lost his wife um, to cancer. But he also knows, like, he's been through the therapy. And he's made the steps. And, like, he knows moving forward what that's like. So he's, yeah. he's, he's great. great. He's a good one um heather wow my next one is kellen mccord and he is from codename omega uh also by sawyer bennett um kellen is new to the team this is the final book in the jameson security book which was emotionally hard 
it was some morning. He falls for Abby Blackburn, who is the most amazing, sassy vet you have ever met in your life. She is so feisty and amazing. Within like mm, 24 hours yes. of, me of meeting her, he like harbors stolen property. He finds her protesting and he ends up bailing her out of jail. And he is like, I am in love. Yeah. I, this girl is it for me. And he is out of the military. He has his service dog and he is, um, he's just like a really like even keeled laid back guy. And Abby finds herself in some real sticky situations and I think some men would like barge in there and be like whoa hey we're not doing this and Kellen is like all right so I'm just gonna provide a little backup here and then whatever Abby gets herself into I'm just gonna we're just gonna work ourselves out of this as a team and there's a scene with her brothers and he like physically moves himself and he stands back and she even like vocalizes like in her internal dialogue like I know he's there to support me but he's allowing me to fight my own battles like love that he and and he had he comes from like this very stable home and he loves his dog so much and then he it's just you guys he is so great it's a great book it's such a great book. And it's the fact so that he's like great. taking stolen possession of stolen property, <laughs> bailing her out of jail, like all within yeah. the first like five chapters. Yeah. And he goes and he, I mean, he kind of makes it known like you, you don't want to F with me. Like, I don't know if you know who I am, but I know people who are a big deal. So back off kind of, right. Um, And he is, he isn't like, He's just a guy that you always want in your team and he adores her and he treats her so well, but not like with kid gloves because she doesn't need that. And he, he just loves her exactly the way she is and doesn't want her to be different. Yeah. Okay. So number one, here's our ultimate book boyfriend for our 2023 I Licked Him First tour. And for me, the answer is Wild. From Sawyer no, Bennett. It isn't. Just kidding. <laughs> you already, you already did. did that one. What? It's really hard not to pick him. <laughs> you know, he is so you already picked him. He's so swoony, though. Anyway. And then we'd have three Sawyer Bennett's in a row, which is no surprise <laughs> to anyone who reads or knows us. Uh, yeah. Anybody who listens to this podcast is like, yeah, how come they're not all like Sawyer Bennett? Anyway. Um, okay, but you have a really good number one pick. And let's just... <laughs> Like we negotiated, oh. Becky and I negotiated on this one. So we negotiated our number one picks. We did. Um, so my number one pick is Noah Winters from Every Shade of Winter by Carrie Elks. This is part of the Winterville series. Um, and this book is really north, right. Uh, the fifth because Chris's no, book is six. Oh, North. Yeah. You said Noah. Oh, because I have Noah written here. Noah Winters, but it's North. North Winters. I wonder if my word, like, corrected it. I'm like, 
That's not who we're talking about. That's okay. Sorry. North Winters uh, from Every Shade of Winter by Carrie Elks. (laughs) If you have hung out with Caroline and I at any point in the last nine months, we are obsessed with Winterville. I want to go to Winterville. I want to like live in Winterville. I want to frolic and visit all the things. We found it last year when we were doing quick shots for Christmas books. And this series is everything. Everything I want in small town family spicy romance. Like it's just. But... And all wrapped in like holiday vibes. Right. But let's talk about Mr. North. Um. He is, first of all, the grumpiest human that lives in a Christmas town. Like, grumpy. He owns the Christmas tree farm, and he hates people. (laughs) And he's mad when people show up at the Christmas tree farm. But his co-owner and his heroine, um, she makes him cut, chop wood, and do it in front of crowds. And they even built a room where people can watch him in the winter. Cut. Mm-hmm. Uh, chop the wood. because she becomes t- an attraction for the ladies. He does. Like, the ladies come to the Christmas tree farm just to watch him chop wood. Um, but uh-huh. North is also that friend you call when you are in a crisis. Um, and he's always going to be the shoulder to lean on he is the he's a bit of an enigma through his other siblings books and his cousins books but he is um he's just solid he's the guy that shows up for you time and time again and his heroine finds out that the night before she's pregnant it's the night before her wedding and she calls off her wedding um but she's not pregnant by north she's pregnant by her ex-fiance she finds out her ex-fiance cheated on her and North just steps up to be her best friend because it is it's a friends to lovers. And he steps up just to help support her all the while this love just blooms. And it just there's a little bit of kinkiness in this book mm-hmm. um, with some lactation. And also he's a freaking dirty talker like no one's business. Like, no one's business. Um, I, I think he might take top dirty talker for this episode. He gives Cannon a good wow. bit for his yeah, money. Yeah, he gives Cannon a run for his money. Yeah, he does. They um, could. I would be okay them duking it out. We'll just listen. We'll just listen. So, yeah, North Winters <laughs> from Every Shade of Winter by Carrie Ann Elks is my 2023 ultimate top book boyfriend. So, Carolina... Um, Again, you and I fought for this one. Mm-hmm. He was on my list, mm-hmm. but I very kindly let you have him. If you do say so yourself. Uh, <laughs> okay, my number one hands down book boyfriend is Callahan Cowboy Whiskey from For the Love of Whiskey by Melissa Foster. <sighs> okay, first off, he's a cowboy, so we knew we had to have a cowboy on the list, right? Like, right. And he just happens to make the top of it because he's truly that cowboy in every sense of the word. He's got like the manners 
and the protectiveness and the like Becky and I have talked about this he's he's got a little bit of the like ripped from Yellowstone vibes that he will go to whatever ends of the earth to protect his heroine um but I would also say he's he's got a little bit more of a tender side than Rip does um because he shares it he shows it not only with the heroine Sully but also with his siblings he's like he, like his family talks about he was a protector from like birth that is who his character is um just that steady person but he will find retribution for anybody who does you wrong um also love that you know he has the acts of service or his love language where he sleeps on the porch um when sully sully escapes a um cult and she's taken to redemption ranch for um like safe harbor and safekeeping and he sleeps on the porch so she can have her own space but also know that she has protection he buys her art supplies he takes her on long walks like i we don't have to say anything i'll just walk with you at night um and but he's also like she wants to explore and like the first time she meets the horses it's just this gentle like okay I'm gonna call them over I'm gonna whistle them over and they're gonna come galloping at you but they're gonna stop before they get here like he like he talks her through like every step and every experience and like are you okay with this this is this is gonna be okay this is what we're gonna do do you want to try this like he helps open those doors for her um but I have to say that I fell for him the minute like in their first meet cute where he comes over and he like the first time they meet she's at um this couple's house that that helped her she's already escaped but they help her like protect her a little bit more and then he's picking her up to take her to redemption ranch and she sees that she's nervous and he bends down on one knee and he takes off his hat and like he just talks to her in this like calm tender voice and i'm like okay well i'm done i'm toast like cowboy so was the one um read the book it's amazing but if you want a whole new experience like listen to the audiobook because that just takes it over the edge it's aiden snow aiden snow and meg sullivan like a plus casting Cowboy whiskey. He's mine. He's yours and only He's yours. Mine. He's only mine. And yes. Um, seriously, we're just going to have to fight it out for that one. We um, will fight it out and I'm going to win because he's mine. <laughs> Heather, Heather, you, number one. And I would like to also state for the record, this bitch stole <laughs> yeah. him from me then like i'm proud of it she's like i don't care i'll give up every other one of my picks this one is mine hands down <laughs> i'm taking him and i'm just like whoa like she's the nice one heather is the nice one in the group well and then when she's ready to go to battle watch out because uh-huh. he's mine 
She like, she totally took my knees out. Like I was on the ground. She won. Um, Before Becky, Becky could even blink. It was like, bam, that was fast. I'm like, like, do you want to do the book boyfriend tour? And I said, sure, but this one's mine. Yeah, like I didn't. No, but no arguments. I didn't even have a chance to be like, okay, well, I'm thinking about these. She's like, this one, nope. mine. And I'm like, whoa, okay. So Heather, tell everyone, who is your number one book boyfriend of 2023? Xavier Montgomery. From Made for You by Natasha Madison. <sighs> okay. Xavier is just my whole heart. I adore him for so many reasons. One, he is grumpy, 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 but he doesn't want to be grumpy. He is he is grumpy as a shell to protect himself from getting hurt from people that he doesn't trust. Um, and along comes Vivian and they are, um, in a marina. And so they both have these boats and he has his little sidekick, which by the way, made for you might be about Xavier and Vivian, but really the whole star of the entire book is Beatrice. Beatrice is Xavier's dog. And when he talks to Beatrice, he talks to her like a human and like she's sassing back at him and he's like no Beatrice what did we Beatrice what is the rule what is the rule what did we talk about this all right Beatrice we're gonna go on a walk and here are the rules and it is freaking hilarious he is funny and doesn't even try to be funny because he just doesn't even he doesn't realize how ridiculous he is and Beatrice like the way it's described, she like puts his nose up and he's like, fine, you're just being so sassy. She goes over to Vivian's boat and Vivian and Beatrice then start in the same banter and they use Beatrice. Oh my gosh, you guys, if you have not read Made for You, I don't know what you're doing, but just so you know, he's mine. So he is very, very grumpy. Read it, but you um, can't have him. No, but you can't have him. You can read it, but you just can't have him. And I think he really struggles with anxiety and the mental health rep in this book was done so very well. And I love how um, we learn some things about our heroine, Vivian. And he is like, holy crap, he is so impressed by her and he is so blown away and like so excited and so proud of her. There is one instance where they're standing in her with her family and she comes from this giant family, like the Grants and the Stones and like they're all overbearing and ridiculous. And she is explaining this and he is standing in front of this room with all these hockey greats that he and he's a hockey player. And he is like, isn't she so amazing? He is like so giddy for her because he finally, her family gets to see how amazing she is. And he just stands back like, isn't she fabulous? And here he is like, he's just, oh my God, I love him so much. I think my favorite scene in that whole book is when she touches his first edition books. Oh, yes. And she, you learn very early on that she, um, she's an author, but nobody knows that she's an author. And he paid big money for these first signed first editions from this author that is her pen name. 
and she starts to touch them and he flips the fuck out he's like, <laughs> like oh we don't touch those we, we don't touch them. we don't we don't touch them like this is the reading copy um and it's like ragged and worn and she's like oh my goodness and uh, and like i think so many of um the books in this series is often about the family and her family plays a huge role in this but these two are very kind of quiet and private about each other and they really get to know each other and they support each other very very well like he's anxious about some things and she's like well I'll just come with you and she does and she is completely there for him but not in this overbearing way and it is Oh, I just love them. And they're perfect together. Perfect. So um, now our ultimate community winner. Uh, it's It came down to a tie, and I'm not going to tell you who the tie was, but our ultimate winner is Gray from The Taken One by Brittany Sahin. Um, and Amanda broke our tie, and three reasons from Amanda as to why you should read this book, because I've not read this book yet. Mm-hmm. Um, Gray is former military. He lost part of his leg in an operation to save another pinned down unit. Um, he's a bit broken, but with a great sense of humor. And this is a best friend's little sister romance. And while, yes, there's a lot of emotion in this book, you are also hit with some swoony humor and, um, just he redeems himself from being a bit of a jerk too so it's a little bit of a redemption arc so mr gray from the taken one by Brittany sahin is our ultimate book boyfriend for the community for 2023 okay so that ends our ultimate book boyfriend list we have given you our 16 book boyfriends of 2023 um we will be back in november with our top 16 girl crushes of 2023 um so make sure you tune in for that one so guess what guys it's that time for book of the week it's book of the week time heather what's your book of the week i am reading Jill Ramsauer's Ruthless Salvation. It is book three in her, uh, one of her mafia series. And we have been waiting for this one. We have. Torin, Torin, Torin. I'm here for him. Okay. Uh, Carolina, what's your book of the week? My book of the week is Everything He Couldn't by Harlow James. Um, it's part of her new series, the Small Town series. And it's uh, Walker, the, talk about a dirty talker. He's another one. Um, But he's been pining for the heroine. And she um, had like a fling with a buddy and ended up pregnant. Um, But he passes away. um, And he's helping her out through all of this. And there's just like, he, he steps up. He steps up big, big time. Okay. Um, my book of the week is The Tease by Lauren Blakely. This is book three in the Virgin Society series. 
uh, New York City billionaire. They meet at a masquerade sex party in New York City. Um, it's an age gap. Dad's best friend. Tons of kink. He is a pleasure dom. They really get into the role playing. And he's also a single dad. And he's the single dad of a secret baby. Um, so it's really interesting. There's a lot in this book. But the dirty talk and the spice. So if you read Highest Bitter and you were like, not sure about it because it didn't quite hit the pleasure dom you thought it should hit. When I tell you to run and read the tease by Lauren Blakely, I'm telling you to run and read the tease. Like this. Yeah, she's been talking about it before the book released, and we're like, Becky, you're killing us because the book isn't even released yet, and we want to read it. Yeah, it comes out August. It came out August 30th, and it is in Kindle Unlimited. And I'm, and the audiobook is read by Jason Clark and. Oh, so um, oh, I'm yeah. not sure who the uh, female narrator is, but um, I heard a s- sampling of it and I already pre-ordered it. Like, yes, please. This is a book that you will you will listen to multiple times. And the whole virgin piece makes sense. It's not the icky she's saving herself. She's actually trying to get rid of her virginity. But it does have some mental health rep. So Vanessa Edwin. Oh, Wow, Vanessa's like like queen. Yeah, great casting. Anyway, and Jason Clark, which people, 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 people. I mean, come on. Uh (laughs) Um, Okay, so Patreon update. Swag packs are headed out this week. I'm so excited to share that our swag pack sponsor authors for September are authors Renee Rose, Helena Hunting, Melanie Moreland, and Kelly Elliott. Uh, New... Um, so some new and upcoming releases from these authors. Uh, Renee Rose has Step Alpha Book Two in her Wolf Ridge Academy. It's a wolf shifter romance, and it's out now. Melanie Moreland, her latest release is My Favorite Kidnapper. Uh, it's a Force Proximity Grumpy Sunshine romance. Helena Hunting, her latest release is Shattered Truths. It is book three in her Next Gen Puck series. And it is also out now. Um, And then Kelly Elliott, Brave Enough, which is book three in the Love in Montana series. It's a next gen from Meet Me in Montana. And Mm -hmm. that is also out now. Um, You can connect with our sponsoring authors on our website at bookcaseandcoffee.com. And thank you to these amazing authors for sponsoring our swag packs. Um, Swag packs go out to Fancy Drinks, Cold Brew, and Queen Bee tier, and we still have fun buzzing about romance-exclusive stickers, mood reader cards, and other fun things. These are going to be mailed once monthly on the 10th of the month, and we do ship these international. This is a little bit of a change. I used to ship them as soon as you joined, but in all honesty, because of life and expectations and time management... I'm going to send them out on the 10th. So if you join on August, if you join on the 20th of the month, you will not get your first swag pack till the following 10th. Um, Because of our amazing Patreon members, we're able to bring you three episodes a week. And we are still working on our goal of 75 members so we can plan our first ever book retreat. Uh, You can find a list of events at bookcaseandcoffee.com slash events, including happy hours, live IGs, and book clubs. Um, So I have a secret, you guys. I've been keeping a secret. 
That kid doesn't keep secrets. What I will heck? not. So if you are listening this week, I am going to be live with author Samantha Gale. And she is announcing the first ever Buzzing About Romance <gasps> on location recording. Um, we will be rec- doing a live recording at um, the Barnes & Noble in Maumee, Ohio. And we'll be joined by authors Jennifer Hartman, Piper Rain, um, Callie Mel. Uh, there's like six different authors, plus Samantha Gale, that are five other authors in Samantha Gale that will be there for this live recording. It is November wow. 18th. Um, and I'll be doing live interviews with the author, and then the episode will drop in December. So if you are in the area within driving distance and want to come hang out, please do so. We'll be recording the episode at 11 a.m. that Saturday morning. Um, and then we're going to do some fun buzzing about romance meetup in the area. So um, come hang out and see me. Also, we're going to be at the HEA Readers event in Indianapolis two weeks before, and we'd love to see you there. And I think most of us will be there, right? Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Heather's a maybe. Carolina's a yes. I'm a yes. Um, and I can't wait to do it. So there is that. It's going to be so fun. Um, so ways to support the podcast. If you enjoy episodes, if you want to support the podcast, but you can't really do Patreon because we get it. Life is mm-hmm. expensive right now. Um, if you're enjoying these episodes, please leave us a review. If you're following us on social media, please like and comment. Uh, we would love to hear from you. We are starting to collect feedback for what we will use to help plan out the 2024 season. And you can find details about that on our website and a link to the survey on our social media. Um, anyway, hey, guys, thanks for hanging out with me and talking book boyfriends. Thanks for choosing. Anytime. I will happily talk about book boyfriends every day of the week. Every, Always. Every day, right? <laughs> All the book boyfriends. I love them so much. Um, Until next time, everyone. Happy reading. Find us on Instagram at Buzzing About Romance or on Twitter at Buzzing Romance. If you like the podcast, please leave a review. If you'd like to support us directly, join the Bookcase and Coffee Patreon and receive exclusive content only available to Patreon members. Check out bookcaseandcoffee.com for our on-the-shelf show notes.